Billy Pelser has a nice home. Billy, is that you? Yeah, Ma, it's me. A nice job. A nice girl. If you're not doing anything this Thursday night, maybe you'd like to uh, go out on a date with me? I'd love to. And loving parents who are about to give him... You're gonna like this. No, 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 don't shake it. We're gonna have to open it now. It won't wait till Christmas. The most unusual gift... <laughs> He ever got. What is it? No. It's your new pet. Come on, Barney, be a good dog. My dad gave it to me. But there are a few things to keep in mind. If you expose it to the light, you may hurt it. If you get it wet, it will multiply. All that from water? They got wet? Yeah, plain water. And most important, no matter how much they beg, never, never let them eat after midnight. Because when they do, they change. Hello, I'm Thomas Carruthers. I'm Will Lincoln. And it's Christmas time again. We are on our fourth episode, fourth episode of Christmas. Um, and it's, uh, we've not really done the whole one for you, one for me thing this year, have we? Well, no, we did a little bit because you had out the halls and I had yeah. all that heaven we, allows. We've both had inputs. Well, I think this year it was a matter of Catching what is there left? <laughs> Say again? What is there left? We're, we're depleting a, a limited... Die Well, yeah, we've got a lot left. There's Diad, there's Diad 2, Eyes Wide Shut, everybody's favourite Christmas film. Um, I, I guess we could do The Miracle on 34th Street. So I, I, I like... Well, Lauren yeah. said that, didn't she, on the Nativity episode? Santa who? Which one's that? The one with Leslie Nielsen, and he, he forgets who he is. He... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, could, we could do a random home, a random terrible Christmas. Well, we'll show sure all things on the app. The Santa Claus movies, they're great. They're excellent. I, I would say Fred they're Claus. great. I love Fred Claus. Yeah, I think we could talk a lot about Fred Claus. Fred Claus... Oh, no, it won't be our first Spacey movie. Our first Spacey movie, Will, is in February, and it's seven. Oh. Yeah. What better way to bring in the new year? Um, okay, well, this is a lovely tangent to open up our Gremlins episode. Obviously, we are huge fans of Kevin Spacey, um, but have, re have not really done many of his films for obvious reasons. If you were going to schedule... A Kevin Spacey episode. What is what's your favorite Kevin Spacey film? Oh, uh, see no evil, hear no evil. Wow, Inc <laughs> what an incredible, incredible uh, choice there. <laughs> um, okay, well we'll see. Oh, we'll... The, the opening of uh, Austin Goldmember, Austin yeah. Pussy. I <laughs> haven't seen Goldmember since I was a kid, but I've seen Austin Pussy twice a year for my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> Um, go on, who plays Austin? Oh, Tom Cruise. Who plays uh, Shagwell, Felicity Shagwell? Um, Holly Holiday, what's she called? Um, Holly Holiday, Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow. That's it. Who's her Holly Holiday? In, her character in Glee is Holly Holiday. Oh, right. <laughs> she has the, does Gwyneth Paltrow have the record for most stupid names in films ever? Pepper Potts, oh, yeah. Holly Holiday. Uh, okay, so... Uh, who plays Mini-Me? Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Hey, it's me! Uh, and who directed the film? Oh, trick question, yeah. Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg did, yes. That's not a <laughs> trick question. No, it isn't. It's just a thing. Um, I guess this is one for me. I think you like Gremlins, but um, I love Gremlins. I have three Mogwais at home. You were Gremlin. What's your relationship with Gremlins, Will? I so I think I started with Gremlins two before I, I watched great Gremlins. Great choice, one. great choice. Yeah, my my parents love Gremlins, um, and we must have been watching Gremlins two at a young age, uh, and, and yeah, and it just 
that happened. And then they were like, oh, do you want to watch Gremlins 1? And I said, yes, yes, please. See, this is apparently a, a running thing. I, um, I've listened to many podcasts about Gremlins. I love Gremlins. And loads of times, oh, pardon me, loads of times they say they started with Gremlins too. And, and it's usually American people who are sort of middle-aged and they talk about Gremlins 2 having a big VHS boom, but that's not, obviously not your relationship. You just came to Gremlins 2. So when you came back to Gremlins, were you like, not this is boring, because it's obviously not, but were you like, this isn't as wacky? And did that work for you, or were you disappointed? Uh, I was probably disappointed coming from 2, uh, because back then I didn't really appreciate film. Uh, wow! Yeah, there you go. And and uh, now, you and still now, don't. No, I I don't appreciate. You appreciate the craft. <laughs> I love the craft. Love the craft. Um, the I love Gremlins too a lot, but for me, I prefer the simpler pleasures in life. <laughs> And I, I think that Gremlins is a simple, perfect, dark comedy classic. And I think that Gremlins 2 is wonderful, but is looser and messier and is all the better for that. But I prefer Gremlins 1. So we've kind of opened with one of my Tom's big questions. But anyway, oh. um, is Gremlins an all-year-round movie for you, Will, or do you just watch it at Christmas? I just watch it at Christmas, uh, even though you could watch it at any point of the year. And I did, I'll answer another one of your big questions. It is a Christmas movie. It's not one of my. But, it's not one of my big oh, questions. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I, I I only stick it on at Christmas, or if it's it's usually on at Christmas. Uh, Gremlins isn't the sort of film I'd think to put on. I put it on all the time. My little friend, my little friend Gizmo. <laughs> I sit with my gizmo and uh, watch Gremlins. Now, I, I love I love Gremlins. I love Joe Dante. What's your relationship with the rest of Joe Dante's oeuvre, Will? I'm going to throw some films at oh, you because you yeah. definitely don't know. <laughs> the original Piranha. 3D? No, the original, original, original Piranha. Oh, I've not seen that. I've seen Piranha 3D. Of course D. you have, you dirty bastard. Well, Piranha uh, 3D came out when we were young pre-pubescent mm. boys. And the whole marketing of that was boobs. And so I think I saw, like, I think I, I was like, oh, I have to watch Piranha 3D as if it was the sexiest movie ever made. And, <laughs> and I, I eventually have watched Piranha uh, 3D. Not, not good or, uh, I mean... Sexy. Oh, oh, sexy. It just has Richard Dreyfus getting eaten by piranhas, and if that does it for you, then there you go. Um, the Howling. You haven't seen The Howling. Um, no. Have you seen Inner Space? No. Inner Space is a movie you'd love, Will. It's Martin Short, and it's Dennis Quaid, and it's Meg oh. Ryan. It's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. Uh, the Burbs. Have you seen The Burbs, Will? I have seen The Burbs. I love The Burbs. The Burbs is great. The Burbs is a great movie. Have you seen... Small Soldiers. No. You haven't seen Small Soldiers? I haven't. That was one of my watch all the time as a kid movies. Here's a movie that I know you will have seen. And and as of... Oh, no, it's not, because he made a cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Looney Tunes Back in Action. Oh, is that the very, very recent one? That, not very, very recent. 2005, but uh, Steve oh. Martin and Brendan Fraser... Oh, I don't know. Oh, well. It's fun in its own way. Uh, it's, it's basically the movie that he's wanted to make his entire career. And I think that can be seen in all of his movies. It's This Gremlins is a live-action cartoon in so many ways. And uh, take that even further when it comes to uh, Gremlins 2, of course. Uh, one, of course, though, uh, not everybody has a uh, fruitful opinion of this film as we do. Uh, the Katrina Unit one-star review corner. How does this exist? I saw this when I was little and it made me angry then because you can't feed them after midnight. 
It's always after midnight, so you can never feed them. Now I'm watching it years later, and if they get wet, they multiply. These things are running in snow, drinking beer. Then I got to thinking their own saliva, tear ducts, which they've spelt ducks, blood, etc. All of them would get wet. What was everyone on when they made this? Every character is an idiot. The big stocking hanging in front of the fireplace? Fire hazard. It has a toy robot in the stocking. I assume this is for their adult son. Um, so that starts with a lot of the problems yeah. that a lot of people have with gremlins and then gets to things that even I've never even thought of. Uh, the, this thing really shows its age and is a prime example of the really bad things the 80s gave us. And that's about it, actually. A lot of people have a rather glowing opinion of Gremlins, and I understand why, because I have one of them too. Let's get into the film itself. Best 10-minute stretch. What's your first 10-minute stretch for? I've, so I've, I've gone for the kitchen. Kitchen chaos, I've named it. So nothing gets, its, gets into your 10-minute stretches until an hour in. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got, like, minutes. You could say the opening. The, the build-up, the, the sort of backstory. Oh, well, not backstory, the... Uh, Chinatown. Yeah. Yeah. I think my first 10-minute stretch is Gizmo coming home. Hmm. And meeting Gizmo and then taking Gizmo upstairs and you can sort of yeah. lump in Corey Feldman oh, yeah. coming over. Um, very young Corey Feldman in this. Uh, wonderful. Um, wonderful actor. Um, what's your favourite Corey Feldman role, Will? You're going to have to throw some more movies at me. The Lost Boys. No. You ever see The Lost Boys? No. Stand By Me. Maybe. Terrible. This is terrible. How can you not see Stand By Me? I, the only reason, I, I want children. Um, Full stop. No, I, I want children so that I can show them Stand By Me. Well, no, I want children because they're the light and the hope in, in the world. And uh, we must give them all that we can and, you know, make for them right all the mistakes that we've made in life and give them all we can. Um, but in the meantime, Stand By Me is very good. I, I also have the kitchen chaos as uh, I, because I think it's it's more or less our first scene with gremlins yes it's our first introduction to the gremlins i think it can't be underestimated and obviously i i like gremlins 2 a lot um and obviously that gremlins 2 gives us um gremlins action and wonderful gremlin chaos from the off but i think there is something to be said about the immense build-up in yes. this film and I think it works tremendously well. And it, and it, it you know, it really gives us uh, a build-up. And then when they finally arrive, a tremendous Great. payoff. Yeah. yeah. I think it can't be underestimated. This is 1984. It can't be underestimated how good everything still looks. And there's a big reason for that. And the only reason for that is because... It's, um, it, it's a special people that have done a lot of famous practical effects before. No. It's because, uh, it, because they're gremlins and they're not like real things that, that they're an original concept. No, it's because yeah. they are real things. It's because they're oh. practical. It's because oh, everything's right. yeah. practical. Everything that's practical. I, oh, imagine CGI gremlins nowadays. Yeah. Well, this thing, Gremlins 3 will be made at some point and it'll probably just be called Gremlins. And if Joe Dante's not involved, I'm through with the whole legacy reboots thing. Halloween Kills was terrible. I'm, I'm not interested in watching the new Ghostbusters. Yeah, I, I don't. It was perfectly average. It was not bad, but it also was not good. It just was soulless. And it was, uh, yeah. And in my review, I talked about how I think it's quite sad that this is going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back for everybody's, you know, nostalgia remakes, because that is certainly not the worst of, it's definitely better than all the new Star Wars movies. It's definitely better 
than um, Halloween Kills. Maybe not Halloween 2018. I liked that a lot. It's better than almost all of these legacy reboots. However, now the time it's come out, it's going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back. And hopefully, uh, we've, and hopefully, I've been quite happy actually watching these come out and oversaturate because I think everybody's tired with it. And now we'll go back to original ideas, but we won't. We'll all just, we'll all just die. Um, And I can go back to my Sydney Lament Blu-rays, which in my I also had a revelation yesterday. I was sat there thinking, wow, Tom has got the right idea, getting Blu-rays of everything. Physical copies of yeah, DVD. I know. Yeah, what what was it? Were you trying to watch a specific film and it wasn't on Netflix or it wasn't on? Yeah, yeah. This is what I always <laughs> say to people. That I oh my god, people are always like, "It's so stupid." It's on Netflix, and I say, "Okay, what's your favorite film? What's your favorite film?" And then they go, uh, "I don't know, um, Dirty Dancing," and we look on Netflix. Oh, it's not there. We look on Amazon Prime. Oh, it's not there. I have it, and I can pull it out, and it even comes with some postcards from Kellerman's and a little poster, which I have over there. Yeah, I know I have the right idea. <laughs> and you know what? When, when, it, when the world ends and I'm in my bunker, <laughs> hopefully there's a bloody woman in there. But if not, I'll have my Blu-rays. You'll be, you'll, you'll be you and your gizmo. You and me, Gizmo. And anybody who knocks and says, can I watch Dust Boot on Blu-ray? I'll say, okay, what was the last thing you watched on Netflix? And if it's not an original Netflix program, because that's the other thing I use Netflix for, then I won't let them in. What about stuff like the IT crowd? DVDs. Okay. I DVD, I DVD the IT crowd. The only time I would watch IT crowd on a streamer was if I was over at uh, the X's or somebody's house. Anytime I watch things in my home, in my own property, uh, I, I get the DVDs out. And do you know why, Will? Because I can listen to the wonderfully funny audio commentaries with Catherine Parkinson and Chris O'Dowd and Graham Linehan and Richard Ayoade. I can have a great old time. Sorry? I, I was doing Father. Father. Unhand me, priest. I can't believe you didn't quote IT Crowd when you just said five minutes ago, yesterday I had a revelation. Johnny Depp, what a revelation. (laughs) Pirates of the Caribbean. How is that Pirates of the Caribbean? I don't know. Bloody good film, though. It's crash. There's a car and there's a car and there's people screaming. Did Did you receive the photo I sent you? Yes, I did, Will. Yes. It was a... Oh, hello. Your, your, is your phone placed upon your laptop? Because it makes a very violent buzzing noise. <laughs> um, no, it's not, actually, Will. That mm. must be your own uh, technical uh, technical mm. issues. Yes, I did receive your pictures, Will. Why don't you describe in graphic detail what that picture was? I, I, well, I was just... I typed in Stand By Me movie, and at the bottom, related searches... And they're heading boy movies and the lost boys, good boys, get real, hot summer nights, and the boy in the striped pajamas all came up. Mm. So I just thought it's an interesting grouping. I've told you before, haven't I, about how uh, when we first saw um, Boy in the Striped Pajamas, it was in high school. No, it was in primary school. And they sent a letter out saying the kids don't have to watch the ending. And so, like three kids, uh, three parents responded saying, yeah, I don't want them to see the ending. So they paused it when they're like, oh, we got to find my dad. They paused it. And then three kids left and sat in the library. For them, it's the happiest. It's like, oh, some wacky, wacky comedy. Oh, we're going to go find my dad. And then they all come back in and we're all crying. <laughs> oh, poor, poor Christine Scott Thomas. I don't know. I think she's the mother. Yeah. And then because she's got the clothes and it's, no. she's like, oh. Oh, 
Well, it's a very, very powerful ending, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the Holocaust was a the Holocaust was a terrible, terrible thing, Will. Um, and that, that's something we can agree on. You know what? I think this, this Hitler guy, this Hitler guy's terrible. I think me and you should go kill him, Will. I think I think me and you should go kill him. But he's already dead. I didn't even know he was sick. Uh, Rest in peace, Norm MacDonald. Wonderful, wonderful Norm MacDonald. I love you. Oh. Um, also, this is our first episode uh, since the passing of Stephen Sondheim. Oh, is it? Genuinely? Yes. Oh, oh no. And uh, we will be celebrating that glorious yeah. man later in the year with 20 episodes that are now going to look like us cashing in on the death of, uh, of a genius, but uh, they were already scheduled as are our episodes for the next 10 years. Yeah. Um, we were in 10 minute stretches, Will. We've had so many tangents. Boy in the Striped Pajamas, Stephen Sondheim, Norm MacDonald. Uh, Gremlins in the Town is my next 10 minute stretch. Yes. Um, wreaking havoc, uh, <laughs> including my favorite moment in the entire film. Deagle, 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 deagle. <laughs> deagle. You know what my favorite part of the deagle scene is? Is her going, they've come to get me. <laughs> Did she think this was going to happen? I think is this what she thinks the devil is? <laughs> uh, you know, you know, she's come to terms with this is this is my life. Um Diga, 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 Diga. What's your favorite? What is your favorite Gremlins mischief moment? Is it Deagle? Is it the Gremlins on the Santa? Is it the uh, it's mailbox? Gremlin. Oh. It's Gremlins Christmas Carol. Oh, there, there it is. <laughs> and, and what are they singing? They're singing the Jerry Goldsmith score. The da, 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 da. Uh, it's, I think, <laughs> the Gremlins rag, as it's called, is uh, quite underrated actually, and uh, is 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 a popular track on the uh, uh, Thomas Quiz Music playlist. Actually, the the more used one is the Gremlins rag from uh, Gremlins Two. Which is a bit more funky uh, and perfect for setting the mood for a quiz. And then also I have the end storm uh, with Gizmo on his car. Uh, the, the minute Gizmo pops out on that car, I am just the happiest man in the world. I don't think you can be underestimated how cute Gizmo really is. Oh, really cute. I love dogs and I love children and Gizmo's somewhere in between. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, so I, I love I love Gizmo and find him wonderfully cute. He's, he's, he really is the best. Original script had Gizmo becoming Spike. Oh, Stripe! Sorry, Stripe! Sorry. Right. And, yeah. Uh, that was one of Spielberg's first notes. Was no, 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 no. You need a you need a cute. You need to keep a cute. Yes. Oh, Steve, he knows what he's doing, doesn't he? He's a very good producer. Um. So this is this this is the movie that sort of brought in PG thirteen, which in England we call twelve A, because this and Temple of Doom came out the same year. They were both produced by Steven Spielberg, and uh, many parents were horrified, <laughs> uh, especially Temple of Doom. Uh, God, you're, uh, the pulling out of a beating heart from a man's chest is uh, a pretty visceral thing for a child to watch. Um, and so now right. Gremlins is a 15 in is England. It? That's really? insane to me. No, that's ridiculous. That's fun. My kids will watch Gremlins when they are eight years old. I'm sure, age. yeah, well, they'll be watching all sorts. Well, yeah, today <laughs> we're doing both Godfathers. There's another one. Oh, yes. And you're going to watch Godfather Part Three, not because it's good, but because you need to understand film history. And, uh, Tom's weirdly specific. Do you have any other 10 minute stretches, Will? No, that's it for me. Tom's weirdly specific favorite parts of the film. I love the nuns having a good old time on their rickshaw uh, in Chinatown. I love uh, the DJ Rocky Rialto, uh, Rocky Ricky. He's uh, great fun. Phoebe Gates, who we've not talked about yet, one of my all time crushes as a child and Still now, I adore Phoebe Cates in this movie. Uh, do you know Phoebe Cates is married to Will? 
Oh, uh, Rupert Everett. No. No. As a... Not Rupert Everett. Uh, Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein? Yes. Um, Kevin Klein. Sorry? I love Kevin Klein. What's your favourite Kevin Klein thing, Will? Oh, well, he's not in it, but there's a running joke in our family that he's in uh, Sleeping with the Enemy. It's as in Kevin Anderson. Yeah. Every time we watch it, oh, my mum's like, oh, it's Kevin Klein. Laura! Laura! What a, what a, I adore Sleeping with the Enemy. One of the funniest things in a serious movie. The hospitals. The hospital scene is hilarious, but is when he's such a psycho and he's such a serial, he's such an evil, evil man. Yeah. And he's so OCD that even when he tracks down his wife who's faked her death, he has to turn all the cans around. And the bit where Julia Roberts opens the door and all the cans are turned and the musical sting happens is ridiculous. <laughs> the minute where she notices the towels is fine. Because maybe he can go to the toilet. I understand that. But the the fact that he's turning all the anyway anyway. Laura. In in in, in all seriousness, it will have to be Wild Wild West. I think. Over a fish called Wonder. Incredible. I, I used Incredible. to love Wild Wild West. I still do. I love steampunk though. I'm a big you do, steampunk. You do doctor. love steampunk. Wiki wiki. Wild Wild West. Um, okay, yeah, Tom's with a specific favorite. Uh, anyway, my and and who cannot fall in love with Phoebe Cates when she goes crush your teeth. Uh, what's your favorite invention, Will? Ever. Penicillin. No, the um, in in Gremlins. I don't know. There's the orange juice machine. There's the bathroom buddy. It's the smokeless ashtray. I've never really considered it. Uh, I love when they do the photo and the cutest gizmo thing in the entire film is bright light, bright light. <laughs> <laughs> um, the orange juice, just that lovely one shot pan. pan. <laughs> uh, I don't like it when they spit at gizmo. Poor Gizmo just spitting on him. Horrible. And, and that's not technically water, is it? Saliva. No. It's like how, like, isn't, like, your semen, urine, or whatever. Is it? I don't know. I, I, I feel like there's some sort of... I, <laughs> there's some sort of something. Uh, they're going through changes, like my mother. I find that very funny. At the convention... Steven Spielberg cameo, Jerry Goldsmith cameo, and obviously you have the time machine gag in the back. Well, you famously love the time machine. I do. I really do. Both both movies. You do love Rod Taylor and Guy Pearce. Um, did you notice the time machine disappearing? I didn't. I didn't. Well, it's there one shot. I did. Of course I did. Say it again? I, of course I did. Oh, good. I, tried to, I was doing... doing I'm doing... Robbie, sorry, I don't know. Um, my favourite part of the original Time Machine movie is the fact that it's very obvious they use jam uh, in a miniature model set for the, for the volcanic eruption. And it's very, oh, very fun. I feel like the Time Machine in Gremlins disappearing is one of those gags where it's become like the Twin Pines Mall, where it's like, did you notice? It's like, yeah, did yeah, yeah. It's very obvious. It's a gag. It's the whole. It's the whole point. Oh yeah. Uh, the gremlin popping out of the cabinet the first time we see a full gremlin is incredible. The footprints on the record player. Do you hear what I hear? One of my favourite little but is just the pool exploding and all the smoke and all the bubbles and all the lights. They just go full full yeah. whack, and it's delightful. Uh, the first time we hear. That the gremlins rag when the tractor kills mm -hmm. Dick Miller. Well, no, it doesn't kill Dick Miller. They have a little bit at the end. Uh, yeah, oh, no, they're, yeah, they're fine. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Uh, diggle, 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 diggle. And then I have the <laughs> DJ, you're not fans of Rick and Riotto. You're not fans. 
Uh, I love the noir gremlin. Um, he's just smoking a cigarette and uh, got his sunglasses on. And then uh, they're watching Snow White. And they're loving it. Very good. And then the little E.T. and the little Bugs Bunny. Well, your specific favourite parts. This is a film filled with them. Thank you very much. I've also gone Gremlin singing hi-ho. I, I love that. Gremlin's doing anything. It's just, just a delightful, wonderfully joyous cartoon invention. And uh, who, who wouldn't enjoy any single thing that they do? Uh, yeah, anyway, more, more, more specific favorite bars. Will's freezing, uh, which means that my uh, internet is being a mess, which is, um, I mean, I'm going to lose the uh, will to live. Uh, this is a nice live bit of uh, podcasting here where you uh, see the downfall of the man who's, uh, oh, hi, and Will's back. Hello. Uh, hi. Just had a little bit of monologuing, me in the audience. Um, uh, any more specific favourite parts, Will? Your only favourite part in the entire film is the gremlin singing hi ho. I know he's frozen again. This is this is really good. I, I this is the sort of thing that I really enjoy and uh, is perfectly fine for me to manage uh on the edge of brutal brutal anxiety crippling depression the whole year round christmas is terrible uh, well will's connected again will give me give me a uh, give me a goddamn uh specific favorite moment please will's still gone I love Gremlins. I'm going to talk about Gremlins 3. My pitch for Gremlins 3. Will's back. Will, can I have a specific favourite moment, please? You can. Uh, did you hear whatever any, any of what I said? No. Will's going to freeze again, so it's going to be... My idea for Gremlins 3... Um, don't bring back any... Will's back. Specific favourite moments, Will. Um, the, again, Gremlins singing Hi Ho. No, we definitely Sorry. got that. That's oh, we got that. Okay, so there we go. Uh, I, I like how the cat flap little moves just before the, the Christmas caroling. Uh, and then the Christmas caroling itself is very funny. I love the dog, just to just to highlight the character, especially in that first scene when they bring um, Gizmo rounds and he's just sat there on the sofa and he's just laughing away. I and think then... it's sort of rude to the dog that um, they've brought Gizmo. Yeah. So I, I'm going to get you the best gift in the world. Going to get you Gizmo. He's already got a nice dog. Oh, uh, I, I forgot about a specific favourite moment. Um, I'll put it on high heat. That'll do it. That'll do. That'll do. Yes, I've also got the Christmas tree fall over and <laughs> when it's shaking around. <laughs> that is delightful. Uh, the gremlin eyes and the gremlin lights, and um, that's a very, very excellent scene. And then just killing that gremlin with the knife, uh, with the big sword. It's great stuff. It's decapitate that gremlin. You go. You go. <laughs> uh, any other specific favourite parts, Paul? Well, that's it from me. Mm. Which brings us to... Uh, Soundtrack Corner. We've talked about the uh, score. Um, any... I think on my scores playlist, where I allow two tracks from each score, um, I have the Gremlins rag and I have Goodbye Billy, which is which sort of incorporates the um, which is very sad and very touching and very reminiscent of Goodbye Boo, very reminiscent of. Um, yeah. Of ah. Monsters Inc., uh, my oh. favorite Pixar movie. Like good film. Best Pixar movie. And um, it definitely is, Will. Do you remember at the beginning of Pixar where they were just like, Randy Newman, yeah, just do every score? He did A Bug's Life and he did Monsters Inc. and the first two Toy Stories. And then things change, of course. But he came back for Toy Story 4, and uh, Randy Newman should score every movie. 
Spike. Sorry, I, I've got flushed away on the mic. Oh, God. Flushed it again recently and decked the halls again. Again? Yeah. I'm watching it uh, next, next, next week as well. My mum messaged me. She was like, what's your favourite Christmas movie? Uh, Polar Express, why? Uh, what, what, do you know what Poppies is? As in my dog Poppy. Has she told you? Do you know what her favourite movie <laughs> I'm like, um, <laughs> no? No, she um, hasn't told me. She's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Bob's is uh, Frozen. Is Bob so another like, dog? Bob's the other dog, yeah. Bob's is Frozen. I'm like, um, Die Hard? And she put, lol, that's what we say. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then just, the conversation just ends. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, that was like a riddle. <laughs> wow. There you go. Okay. Fun little um, tangent. Yeah. Your mum slowly cracking up, asking your dogs yeah. about uh, their Christmas films. Um, any other single minutes, Will? Um, I could, you could go for the very, very end in the fountain. That's not the very, very end. The very, very end oh. is my favourite single minute, saying goodbye to Billy. Oh. Goodbye, Billy. <laughs> and I cry every time. I, oh, I cried uh, two weeks ago when I watched this movie for when we were supposed to record it. I cried last week when I watched it again because it got rescheduled. And I cried uh, yesterday when I watched it again because it got rescheduled. Um, so yeah, Gremlins, great movie. And I thank God I didn't have to watch Deck the Halls three times. Gaka. Can you imagine if I had to watch Deck the Halls three times instead of Gremlins? <laughs> Would you have watched it three times then? I don't know. You didn't watch Gremlins three times. You barely watched it once, I'm guessing. No. <laughs> no. Uh, which brings us to uh, Best Line. Which brings us to oh. Best Line. Uh, obviously, oh sorry, the bar obviously is another best single minute. Uh, just the peak of Joe Dante's cartoon filmmaking uh, before he gets to really the bar is of is Gremlins two for yes. for for an hour forty. Gremlin, sorry, Gremlins two is just the bar for a feature length film, and that's what makes it right. as glorious as it does. Here's my favorite quote: "The worst thing that ever happened to me was on Christmas." Oh, God, it was so horrible. It was Christmas Eve. I was nine years old. Me and Mom were decorating the tree, waiting for Dad to come home from work. A couple hours went by. Dad wasn't home. So Mom called the office. No answer. Christmas Day came and went and still nothing. So the police began a search. Four or five days went by. Neither one of us could eat or sleep. Everything was falling apart. It was snowing outside. The house was freezing. So I went to light the fire. That's when I noticed the smell. Every... Um, the firemen came and broke through the chimney top and me and mum were expecting them to pull out a dead cat or something. And instead they pulled out my father. He was dressed in a Santa Claus suit. He'd been climbing down the chimney, his arms loaded with presents. He was going to surprise us. He slipped and broke his neck. He died instantly. And that's why I found out there was no Santa Claus. That is some of the best dark comedy, just dark, horrifying stuff. I think that's maybe why it's a 15. Oh, because of the, the words. Because imagine, find, imagine I, that's probably the one reason why I can't show my kids it this early, because that is one of the most horrifying things ever said. And it also gives away the greatest lie of all time that Santa Claus isn't real. Um, Whoa! Yeah, we, we, yeah, we just... Right. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Ah. Oh, yeah. We might have young viewers. Sure. We don't. We might we have viewers. Yeah. Let me drive. No, you're drunk. You always get to drive. That's because I'm the sheriff asshole. Um, <laughs> a a favourite quote, Will? Oh, I was going to say that one, actually. Um, um, that's where my dad proposed to my mum, you know. That's where everybody's dad proposed to their mum. I like that sort of small town. And that small town. Did you know that the small town is Hill Valley? Really? Yeah. Have you ever yeah. noticed, Will, in the... in Back to the Future, when the Twin Pines Mall, and then he drives through a tree, and then when he comes back, it's the Lone Pines Mall. Whoa, that's that's incredible. I know. Uh, any favourite quotes, Will? There's a gremlin in, what does it say? There's a gremlin in my plough. 
He definitely doesn't say there's a gremlin in my cow. In my plough, not in my cow. Gremlin <laughs> in my cow. That's a dumb Bob Dylan lyric. There's a gremlin in my cow and he's going on around. The farm is full <laughs> of maguey. Uh, feed, feed them after midnight, they go crazy. Um, no, yes. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? Is that gremlins, the whole thing is that that's a real thing. A wartime myth uh, was that like, you know, the, I think it was like the, the Nazis sent gremlins to ruin everything. Like there was a gremlin in the plane and all that sort of stuff. That's Nightmare at 20,000 Feet, the uh, Twilight Zone episode. I'm going to pause us. I'm back with weed. Um, which brings us to our next segment. Any oh, any best, any other best lines, Will? Uh, anything that Stripe says, really. Diga, liga, 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 liga. My personal favourite. Um, <laughs> what's the change, Will? What do you, do you have any changes? Um, see, I was originally going to say more gremlin chaos. Um, and then towards the beginning of the podcast, you mentioned it's a great build-up, and I think you may have yeah. been onto something there. And also, I think the first hour has its own interesting elements, more than enough, actually. Mm. And there's a and and also the charisma, charisma. I'm talking like he's <laughs> Cary Grant. The charisma <laughs> of uh, Gizmo. <laughs> you thought I was going to say Zach Baggins, didn't you? Yeah. I like Zach Baggins a lot, and I think he's very good. Billy Peltzer is a delightful schmuck. Um, and he's wonderful in this, and I think he's the perfect foil. And also, he's very believable getting Katie. I, I think they make a very nice couple, oh. and, and I think they're delightful and, and, and lovely. Um, but the charisma of Gizmo leads us through the first hour, and then the mania. Yeah. The, I'm, just, I, I'm just grabbing my breasts because I, I have a chest, chest oh. pain. Okay. Um, yeah, it's yeah, no, but it's, um, yeah, there are little suggestions or the, the, the tension or the, the suspense they build is very very good up in that that bedroom and also it's like it's like a it's it's a release isn't it we don't even hear the gremlins rag until the tractor and it's just like the minute that drops yeah. you're just like fucking take me home this is great <laughs> da, 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 da. um what's the change anything else will uh no no. I have maybe the street shot. Maybe the one shot where it is stop motion. Um, I'm fine with it. I think it looks great and I like it, but mm. I'm sure people say, oh, that's the Stop that. Yeah, I don't mind stop motion a lot of the time because I appreciate, appreciate the craft. The craft. <laughs> I have here... Um, it's just a really stupid one. The credits start halfway up the screen. It just annoys me. When he goes, um, maybe there's a gremlin in there. And they already start halfway up the screen and then they mm. It's just a very annoying thing. Also, this is a terrible father. Um, he's like, I know all these rules. I'm going to wait until the mother takes a picture. And also, he can see the camera. And then it's the flash. And then he's like, oh, no, I forgot to say, don't light. And then with the chicken, he waits until they've eaten all the chicken. And then he goes, oh, don't feed them after midnight. Terrible. Uh, any other changes, Will? Uh, no. What's left from your notes, Will? That's it from my notes. OK. Um, I've got some notes. These are so. I, I think they could have made more of a thing of there's a throwaway line on the radio where it says the Marines are standing by with fire hoses. I think they could they should have made that more of a threat. Because like if the Marines are all standing by with fire hoses, that means that there's going to be millions of gremlins. If they're spraying them all and then there's going to be millions more gremlins. Well, there's not. No. So this movie came out in the summer. It came out the same weekend as Ghostbusters. Um, and Joe Dante's in an interview on the Blu-ray, uh, made for the original film's release. And he's going, um, you know, no, it's a summer movie. Uh, you know, people are going to be like, 
after Christmas. Oh, Christmas. Now that's old. That's a Christmas movie. So he, he's already thinking of the longevity of the film. Yeah. However, if this came out in summer, I'd go, yeah. why, why now? Why isn't this yeah. coming out at Christmas? I think it works because it's Christmas. Yeah, I think it just adds another delightful texture to the... It adds, adds a context to it. it. It grounds it to a certain time and a place. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, opening weekend, uh, this did a lot better in New York than Gremlins, right. than Ghostbusters, sorry. Mainly because uh, people had grown to dislike Ghostbusters a lot because they were filming in New York and uh, were shutting down streets the whole summer. Huh. Yeah. Um, he's very adamant in these interviews that it's certainly not a horror film. He wants to make that very, 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 very clear. Um, that's, that's that, really. Um, Judge Reinhold's in this. Mark Trout, Jerry Reinhard. You're not a risk development fan. Trying my taste. Um, Judge Reinhold's in this, and there was a whole extra plot where he's cooking up a scheme with Mrs. Deagle, and they're going to shut down all the houses and all that sort of stuff. Get it out. It's not needed. It's not needed. He's in the safe in the bank. That scene where they go to the bank. Yeah. Uh, that had a deleted scene where uh, he's hiding in the safe. Just get it out. Judge Reinhold's had a marvellous career. He's <laughs> fine. Uh, Will, what's on the, what are the two films advertised on the cinema marquee? Oh, Garfield 2. A Boy's Life and Watch the Skies, which were the original titles for which movies? Oh, oh, uh, uh, what? Um... E.T. E.T., A Boy's Life, yeah. And Watch yeah. the Skies is... Star Wars. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Another Steven Spielberg film. Uh, so there's nothing left on your notes. Commentary Corner. Uh, so there's a delightful commentary. Uh, they Everybody goes, oh, Phoebe Gates first walks on, which was really, really delightful. Um, <laughs> it ends with Joe Dante saying... I have no idea why this picture was successful. Why do you think it was successful, Will? Because it is a pretty niche thing. It's yeah. dark comedy, which doesn't always land. It's cartoons and all that sort of aesthetic, which doesn't always land. Prime example being the colossal critical and commercial failure of Looney Tunes back in action. I think it might be a sort of generational thing. That generation has lifted it and brought it into the current sort of we know it because our parents loved it uh, and we watch it it's and not it's why from, i know it hmm, but it's from like that the, the mid 80s where what have become sort of a culty sort of thing nowadays I'm not sure because it's it's the, if you watched a trailer for it now it came out now as, as a box office watch, it would be weird, but I, it's the sort of thing that gets a following over time. Yeah, and obviously the sequel boosts it as well. Yeah. Um, also, there's the cartoonist, uh, Chuck Jones. He, they know that in the bar. When, he's the guy who says uh, it's really good. He's one of the old Looney Tunes uh, cartoonists. Uh, here's two names that were thrown around for Billy Peltzer. Jud Nelson. Can you see Jun Nelson? I think maybe a bit too angry. Uh, can you see Emilio Estevez? Oh, yes. You're a big Emilio Estevez fan, Will? I, I don't know who, who that is. So then why did you say, oh, yes? He's the, you don't know who Jun Nelson is either, do you? <laughs> and these are the Breakfast Club people, Will. Oh, I, yeah. Not seen Breakfast Club. Don't intend to. Don't don't think it looks good. <laughs> what on earth are these opinions? Later in the year, <laughs> Will picks ten movies, and half of them are dreadful. Um, here's a few fun facts. Um, at the very end of the closing credits, once the theme has ended, you can hear Diga. Oh no, you can't hear Diga, but you got Gremlin. They're all laughing. That's very delightful. 
<clears throat> the Santa speech proved to be controversial and studio executives insisted upon its removal because they felt it was too ambiguous as to whether or not it was supposed to be funny mm -hmm. or sad. Joe Dante, however, stubbornly refused to take out the scene, saying it represented this movie as a whole, which had a combination of horrific and comedic elements. However, one guy who was always on Joe Dante's side the whole time also didn't like the scene, and that was Steven Spielberg. And uh, so they went back and forth on that as well. Um, but despite his creative control, he viewed this movie as Dante's project and allowed him to leave it in. Oh. Good producer, Steven Spielberg. Good, well, good, good bloke. Good bloke. Bloody, bloody good bloke. We'll be talking about Steven Spielberg later in the month. Because we'll be doing... Um... West Side Story, Will. Yes. In Cantonese, Mogwai means devil, <laughs> demon or gremlin. Oh. Mandarin pronunciation is Mogui. So was was gremlin a thrown away, thrown around phrase? Well, obviously during the war, you're right, but because yes, the the whole concept Rod, was if if Rod the, Dahl wrote the book, wrote, wrote what book? Gremlins. Not not this gremlins though. He wrote his own no. book. Oh, did he? Well, that's what it's based on, is it? No, no, no is is it not? No. Oh, this oh. bloody light. Oh, I'm sorry. I've, being blinded by okay. blinded by the light. I bet you prefer the Christopher Cross version to the uh, Bruce Springsteen, don't you? I love Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, 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 sure. It's like you love Emilio Estevez and you love Judd Nelson. Um, I don't know if this is true. An earlier attempt to have monkeys play the gremlins was abandoned because the test monkey panicked when they made him wear a gremlin hat. <laughs> That's oh. the footage I want. I would I would die happy not knowing who shot JFK if I could see the footage of monkeys running around with gremlins on their head. Um, released the same day as Ghostbusters, not even uh, same weekend. Um, uh, we've talked <laughs> we've talked about uh, the time machine um, after watching Tim Burton's earlier short films. Executive producer Steven Spielberg considered him to direct, to direct the film. However, they went against it because he'd never directed a full film yet. Now, it's a, that's an interesting what if, because that would have been his first film. That would have been his first film. And if you look at if you look at Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Tim Burton sort of has it from like his first film. It, it's a very Tim Burton-esque idea. It's a big project, I think, yeah. is the worry. Yeah. Um, yeah. I could, I could, again, I could see it. I could see it. The original script contained a scene where the gremlins attacked a McDonald's, eating the customers instead of burgers. <laughs> uh, yeah, just put it in. Why not? Why not? The fate of Mr. Corbin, the bank manager and Billy and Kate's boss, is never revealed in the movie. However, in the novel, a, a, a novelization of the film, it is revealed that he was killed by the gremlins <laughs> after he was unable to understand what they were saying. <laughs> Sorry, speak louder. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, the eventual fate of Corey Feldman is never revealed in the movie. However, in the novel, he is deeply saddened by the death of Mr. Hansen and even blames himself for it. He runs away from home and is never seen again. Oh. So the ending of the novel is Mad Men season seven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, and we talked about how in the novelization and in the deleted scenes, Mrs. Deacon is trying to uh, get everybody out. Okay, here we go. Tagline rundown. Will, which of these is your favorite? Cute, clever, mischievous, intelligent, dangerous. It's fine. You can't get burned seeing gremlins. Terrible. <laughs> I I don't wish this, but I wish there was a cinema fire and somebody sued the company. Um, uh, so actually, I did get. <laughs> yeah, actually, this is false false advertising. <laughs> the classic gremlins gremlins fire case that changed movie marketing forever. 
What you see isn't always what you get. Oh, that's okay. That's good. Mm. The gremlins are coming. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't obey the rules. No, that was... No. Don't get him wet. Keep him out of bright light and never feed him after midnight. That's it. Right. And for the 1985 re-release, we're back. <laughs> and uh, and it was said like that. Uh, Tom's big question. What was your favourite tagline, Will? Um, the, the second one. No, not the second one was terrible. The third one. I actually didn't mind they didn't obey the rules. Because like, I think that's very ominous. And at that point, we don't know what the rules are. It's like, what are the rules? Yeah. Why is this? Why has this happened? Tom's big question. Um, did you think that the lady who Dick Miller was married to when she said no sounded exactly like Julie Haggerty? Who's Julie Haggerty? Well, your favourite film is supposedly airplane. Oh, it's, it's her from Airplane. Sometimes I'd sit in his face and wriggle. <laughs> you fake fan. You still haven't seen Marriage Story, which she's excellent in, by the way. Tiny Bird Jima. Watch Marriage Story. Well, it's a great film. That's it for Tom's Big Questions. Um, Tom's Big Question. When are you finally going to watch Marriage Story? Um, I will watch it for Christmas, not on Christmas. That would be just depressing. That's probably what um, I'm going to do. <laughs> well, we can't open the presents until Adam drives. I'm guessing you've seen that scene. I have. Yeah. I've, and I've seen the, the, I've got the main one where he's like, I, I, when he's, he's doing his big, I, every day, I wish that... Every day, we come and I wish you were dead. Like, if I knew that... If I knew that Henry was okay and he was safe, then you're gonna hit by a car, get a disease, and die. <laughs> Not your greatest impression, but that's a very good impression. You know, it's a really good impression. Um, I was hot shit, and I could fuck anything I wanted, and it was my twenties, and I didn't want to lose that, but I kind of did. That's a really good impression. <laughs> I can't believe I have to know you forever. You're fucking insane. What is that? Here we go. Are you ready for this one? This is exactly how he says it. What does that have to do with LA? Right. What else? That's a great, it's a great concept that an impressionist who after every impression does, he goes, that was a great impression. <laughs> I, that's one of my favourite throwaway rest of development gags. When Joe has his Franklin the puppet and, uh, and he's a ventriloquist and Michael keeps going, Still, still moving your mouth. Um, <laughs> oh, very good. It's not easy being white. It ain't easy being brown. All this pleasure to be right. I got children. You still haven't seen the rest of the film, no more. Oh, it's got Jason Jason Bateman in it, hasn't it? Does have Jason Bateman? Maybe I'll watch it. Blown away. I think. I think you mean blown away. She blew you all away. I think you're getting that wrong. <laughs> um, I'll have a vodka tonic. Mother, it's 10 a.m. and a slice of toast. Um, the <laughs> incredible Jessica Walter. Oh, very good. Um, <laughs> what am I? I mean, from the pilot on, you're like, this is incredible. But the minute that Jessica Walter comes on and he's talking about the gay protesters and goes, they're just so flamboyant. It just makes me want to set myself on fire is the minute that you realise this is the greatest written show I have ever heard in my oh, life. Uh, do you want the Ike and Tina? I'll take the Ike and Tina tuna. Plater platter. I don't understand the question and I won't respond to it. <laughs> Incredible. Um, Just absolutely sensational. Very good. It's good writing that, actually. That sounds like very okay, good. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the bar. We're in a hospital. Hospitals, hospitals don't have bars. That's why people don't like hospitals. <laughs> uh, I am, um, I'm a big fan. Of, uh, as long as it keeps the complex eroticism of the original. <laughs> um, well, 
at least even if I don't have a significant other for Christmas, uh, at least I've got my friends. Christmas, get it? You need to crack on. No, I I, I won't. Uh, I just have marriage story. I, I watched marriage story uh, earlier this week because uh, we were uh, hanging out with friends, and we we watched marriage story, and uh, yeah, I I am just Charlie Barber, and it's ridiculous uh, in all the best ways. In all the worst ways, um, yeah. Apart from a cheat, I never cheated. I never cheated. <laughs> um, it's wonderful stuff. It's you know, it's always good Great is stuff. that you know they wanted to end the marriage, and yet they're the one that ends up in another relationship straight away. Um, I'm talking about Charlie and Nicole, not not uh, myself. Uh, well, Merry Christmas. Uh, next up is Elf. If you were to rank the five movies we're talking about this Christmas, Ooh. six movies we're talking about. We've All the Heaven Allows, Nativity, Debt the Halls, Christmas Vacation, and yeah. Elf. Oh, I'd probably put Christmas Vacation at top. Good. Then Elf. Yeah. Then Nativity. Then yeah. Debt the Halls. Yeah. Then All the Heaven Allows. Where's Gremlins? Oh, sorry. Uh, Gremlins is oh, it, it, it may be after Elf. Okay. Yeah, I'll allow it. Well, if I woke if I woke up tomorrow with my head stapled to the carpet, I wouldn't be as surprised as I am right now. Uh, Christmas vacation that's coming soon. It's your favorite Christmas film, and you don't wow, just great. It's not my favorite Christmas film. You just said it was your favourite of these rankings. Yeah. And you don't even know a goddamn line. I'm, I'm not. Nipply up. <laughs> nippy. 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 You can't even see the line. You can't see the line, can you, Russ? Uh, Merry Christmas. Hey, that's my name. What? Mary, that's my name. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, incredible stuff. Shit, it was full. Uh, well, that's to come. We've got Elf first. What's your favourite quote from Elf, Will? Um, he's an angry elf. Okay, that's a pretty good choice. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go. I got this particular. I got this one idea. I'm particularly psyched out of my mind about. Yeah. You know, it's one of those uh, ideas that just makes you want to go. Yes. It's, um, it's funny because it's children's books. <laughs> yes, that is funny. Um, I also am a huge fan of. Um, we can't just throw him out in the snow. He loves the snow. He's told me 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, but that's Elf. That's next Great episode. Casting. Great casting. Well, we're going to talk about this on yeah. Elf. It's the exact same movie as Misery. <laughs> <laughs> it's, James Card is doing the exact same performance. Like, yes. I'm not, I, I can't piss her off, but I can't. I don't know if they're crazy. I need to play. It's the exact same film. But anyway, we're going to talk about that next week. Well, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. <laughs> Gremlins. Deagle. Deagle, 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 deagle.